Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. A blessed feast of all saints to you, my dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, my fellow saints of the God Most High. The first Sunday in November is customarily here at our Redeemer and in Lutheran churches and other traditions throughout the world observed as All Saints Day. We can expect it. It comes each year like clockwork. Many of us find comfort in that which is expected, reliable. You can count on it. We know that first Saturday, Sunday of November, the clocks are going to fall back. It's going to throw off our sleep schedule, going to be dark, super, super early. We expect it. This Tuesday is election day. We have a a matter on the ballot in Kingsford and Brighton Township regarding the schools. But it also means that after Tuesday, we're kicking off another election year, a presidential election. It is expected. It will be chaotic. We're counting on it. The world around us will seem mad and crazy and throw things at us we don't expect and things we might never believe. And yet that is expected. When Jesus came among the Jewish people 2,000 years ago, There was a sense in which his coming was expected. The people of Israel, the Jewish people, had been looking for their Messiah. But what they were looking for in a Messiah was a great king. One like David. One from the line of David, as Jesus was. One who would get the filthy Romans out of the Holy Land and give them their land back to themselves. As I've often said before, they were looking for someone who, if you will permit the turn of a phrase, would make Israel great again. And so Jesus preaches to the crowds, the people of Israel, coming from all over the land to hear him teach. And they think they know what to expect from their God And what to expect from this one who comes claiming he is in the name of the Lord, the one God has sent to them. You probably can't get it just by reading the text. But what Jesus goes on to say to the crowds is completely unexpected. Because it turns on its head the way of thinking that had existed for centuries 
in Israel. And those of you who have sat in on our Bible studies before have heard me say this. I've no doubt said it in sermons before. When something is repeated in Holy Scripture, pay attention. And this is not just repeated twice, not just repeated three times, but over and over and over. Jesus says, blessed. Blessed. But it's the ones who are blessed that is completely Unexpected. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. They shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek. They shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely. On my account. Ten times. Jesus says the word. Blessed. And who are blessed? The people. That no one would ever. Expect to be blessed. Poor in spirit. Mourning. Meek. Hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Merciful. Pure in heart. Peacemakers. The persecuted. The reviled. And yet Jesus shows that in this kingdom, the kingdom of heaven that he has come to bring, those are the ones who are blessed. The ones who are poor in spirit, a poverty of spirit. They are not like the Pharisees and the scribes and the religious leaders, the spiritual titans of their day. No, those who have no richness of spirit Themselves, those who are empty, those who are overcome with grief, the mourning, the meek, those who have no righteousness of their own, but hunger and thirst for it. And so the list goes. In this kingdom that Jesus comes to bring, it is not a kingdom made up of super Christians. Of those who have all sorts of good works to commend to the Lord. It is not, as Israel thought, a matter where God is now going to bless Israel because they finally got it right. They're finally doing all the good works that God had been looking for. No. In this kingdom, you have nothing to offer God. And in so doing, you are given everything. The kingdom of heaven is the kingdom of the blessed. Because of what Jesus comes to give, 
to each and every person. The kingdom of heaven is where you and I are clothed as saints. The beauty of that term, all saints day, is what it says about each and every one of us. Who we are in the blood of Jesus Christ shed upon the cross. You and me are saints. And even that word saint is one I think we often misunderstand. Because we think a saint is, again, like a super-Christian. One who has all sorts of good works. One who has done tremendous things. A Christian that we would all look at and say, yeah, I want to be like that guy. I want to be like her. That's a saint, right? No. A saint, a holy one, is one whom God has washed in the blood of Jesus Christ and set apart for his kingdom. That's what holiness is. Holiness is being set apart. You're different. St. John talked about that in our epistle from 1 John chapter 3, where it talks about the world not understanding us because it doesn't understand Jesus. We are a different sort of people that live in this unexpected kingdom where even where we're poor in spirit and mourning death and destruction all around us, even if we're persecuted and hated for holding to the word of God, thanks be to him, we are blessed. We are blessed when these things happen. When we recognize our emptiness, our poverty of spirit, when it seems like the world is against us and all things are against us, how good it is to be a saint. How good it is to live in this unexpected kingdom where Jesus reigns and rules. Even now. There is a kingdom similar to what Israel was looking for that will come one day. Not a kingdom of the Jews, but a kingdom of those who are in Jesus. The King Jesus will reign in glory over all of us for all eternity. But that does not mean he does not reign in an unexpected way even now. We gather saints made so by the blood of Jesus Christ. Even this very day, having been washed in his blood, all our sins removed. And prepared to gather before his altar and feast on his body and blood. You see, in the forgiveness of sins, in the body and blood given to you, Jesus is reigning and ruling over you and for you and among you and in him, you are blessed. And that you should come to expect. 
that much is predictable. That Jesus, crucified and risen from the dead, is your righteousness. So that you can number yourself among those saints described in Revelation 7. Standing before the throne, standing before their, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, and joining in their song of praise. That you can count on. You, you poor in spirit, you mourning, you persecuted, you meek, count on Jesus giving you the riches of his kingdom. And he gives it to you even now. Oh yeah, there is, there is an eternity that awaits us. Thanks be to God, where sin and death and the devil will be undone forever. They will have no more sway or no more hold over this world. But even now, their doom is already done. Their sentence has been given. The verdict has been declared. You are the saints. You who are poor and mourning and persecuted receive all things in this kingdom where Jesus Christ is your righteousness. You know, it dawns on me that that's one of those Bible words we say all the time. We just assume that we know what it means, righteousness. What does it mean to be righteous? It means to have a right standing before God. And we come before the altar of God week in and week out. We say, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities. We acknowledge that because of our sins, we can't stand before God. We are poor in spirit. And so Jesus, by his blood, forgives you your sin and clothes you so that you are fit to stand before the throne. His kingdom comes in an unexpected way. He reigns and rules even here with his word and his forgiveness. But he bids you to come and expect to find that kingdom in him and his blood. Dear fellow saints, this unexpected kingdom that Jesus came to bring has gifted us with something on which we can count, something on which we can rely, that Jesus now and forevermore will be our righteousness, our holiness, the one who clothes us as saints before his holy throne. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.